Thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of Spartan Dog Podcast. Yeah. PIJ Manigo, West Coast Rail, our boy Devin Armstrong. We got a full staff today, y'all. We got the whole group. Yes, sir. So, with that being said, first of all, we appreciate you guys for listening in and tuning in. As always, appreciate you guys so much. So, West Coast, you can start off because I know your toes been tapping about this whole conversation. Yeah. So, take it, take it away. What's been going on with Pat Narduzzi? I know that's uh, been a hot topic. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Pat Narduzzi, uh, former Michigan State defensive coordinator, now pit head coach, uh, had some had a few choice words. Uh, for Michigan State, uh, you know, we uh, defeated them uh, in the Peach Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, he went on the radio show, you know, you know, doing a little. Is it know, bad promo. of me that I recognized him and forgot? Didn't mean to cut you off, but I forgot his name. <laughs> no, no, no. no some, some Spartan not fans might not like that, but. <laughs> no, no, but hey, it was fair game. He's fair game at this point. But uh, right. I want I wanted y'all to uh, take a listen uh, at what he had to say to Michigan State people. Hmm, definitely. Coach, I'm going to ask you really probably a, not – I don't know if it's a good question to ask, and I probably shouldn't, but I'm going to anyway because you did have one heck of a season and one hell of a season. It ended in a bowl game that our quarterback didn't play in. Right. I got to be honest with you. That really bothered me. I'm a little old <laughs> school. I'm a little old school, Coach, Yeah. and that bothered me, and I think – I think he's a 10 point difference if he plays. I he's think a, he's a 21 point difference. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, Michigan State gets their, their butt kicked in. And I tell you what, oh, it's at least a 14 point difference if Nick Patty plays the whole game. I can tell you that. That's how I feel. Uh, hmm. You know, and, you know, we talk about Big Ten and SEC and ACC. And Richard, you're going to get me going here on this. Um, you know, if that was one of the best Big, Big Ten teams last year. Then you know, let's go to the Big Ten to win it every year. Okay, so I want to hear about this Big Ten dominance and SEC dominance. Now, what are your reactions to that? I, I definitely did hear that clip, and I remember watching that on Twitter, and I remember watching that. I think when when did it come out? Was it last week? Yep, last uh, week. Yeah. What yep. day was it? Like Thursday, Wednesday. Thursday. I yep. remember watching it on my break, and just like I started cracking up in the break room. Um, my, I mean, I could go in and really give like a long rebuttal on this, but I, my, my short and sweet response to be would, uh, what's the difference if uh, K nine plays then? Exactly. What's the difference if K nine plays? Regardless if you got all your starters or not. So how does it? How does it turn out? We didn't have our best player on the field, so. Right. I mean. Sorry to cut you off, but my my whole big like backbreaker to it is like it's kind of it's kind of a loser mentality. It's kind of an old school yep. Spartan thing that we've been talking about, you know, like making excuse, making excuses for like why you're not winning games. First of all, like I, I'm not gonna go on a rant either because we I think everyone in this room and anyone listening could say a lot about it. Yes, but I mean you lost to Western Michigan. Ooh. I don't know if you guys saw the video. But they were fighting in the middle of the game. Their team captain, like not like a bench warmer, like their own player was fighting on, on the sideline, like fists being thrown, like punching each other, done. And he he ended up leaving the team after that. So there was a lot more issues than just Kenny Pickett, their defense. Like, I mean, sure, but like injuries are part of the game. When Michigan yes. State lost 10 players in a whole year, more than that, that whole injury bug, guess what people told us? That's part of football. Mm-hmm. Get healthy. Kenny Pickett chose to leave, you know, so on and so forth. So a lot of those choices that they made, Pittsburgh football wasn't important to them. So that's not Mm. Michigan State's fault, you know? Sorry. 
you know like, you, i i mean yeah like you can just go on and go on and you can just accept it like i mean right. it is. like yeah i i can fully admit the the backup quarterback was definitely playing uh pretty well and he was probably gonna get right. the game closer than the third string was uh def- i don't even remember the third string's name but yeah i don't the, yeah. uh the second string was definitely keeping it close but it's like dude you gotta remember we're out there with not even our best player on the field k9 yeah. was not playing that completely changes the whole scheme i mean your deep your secondary still couldn't stop Jaden reed but or uh or naylor or anybody else out there. i mean the tight end was catching balls like come on connor hayward caught a touchdown pass over two of your defenders like come on I, I, I mean, realistically, like, well, all right. So you put your best players out there and we put K9 out there. Are you still confident enough that you're going to beat us? Right. I not. I, I don't in think his, so. in, in his mind is probably, he probably does feel that way. But you're um, crazy. You're insane. I got a question for y'all. Do y'all think he says these comments if Mark D'Antonio is still kept coaching for Michigan State? I think he's more low-key about it because i don't know if you guys remember he kind of took shots like underhanded shots at michigan state back in the day a little bit like i don't remember exactly the quote but like he kind of like and his it had his way with michigan i don't forget what exactly he said but he kind of was snug against kind of tugged at michigan state too a little bit way back in the past and we were going through our d'antonio slumps so i mean i don't think he would have came this aggressive but i also think you know he's also upset with the change that michigan state's going because i mean he was one of the big building blocks of michigan state and so imagine this whole new wave where we're kind of like middle fingers up to the past, mm-hmm. more so because of how it ended, not because of what happened. Like we appreciate Pat Narduzzi. I think that's right. respected across the board for Spartans. Like we love Pat Narduzzi, all of that. Thank you, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, what we becoming now and how it ended, you know, I think a lot of him, he's kind of like, okay, you guys don't really care about what I built there. You know, don't bite the hand that fed you kind of stuff. You know, I think he's kind of nugged by that he lost to us. Mm-hmm. And he's nugged by how you know the trajectory we're going and where he's at. You know, right. I don't know. I, I think that um, a lot of it is is, is jealousy. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. say a little bit of it because, like you said, I I believe that Pat Narduzzi believes that he should have been the head coach mm-hmm. at Michigan State right mm-hmm. after D'Antonio left. Yeah, and you know he, in my mind, made a mistake and chose Pitt. I mean, I wouldn't make call him a mistake because he got a, a significant pay raise. Right, but at the same time, the opportunity to coach at Michigan State is better than Pitt. Let, let's be honest with that. I mean, um, Mel Tucker right now is making $95 million. So that means about $9.5 million a year. While Pat Narduski just got an extension uh, to through 2030 at Pitt, but he's only making $4 million a year. Not not saying, I mean, only. is it, I mean, he ain't hurting. But, you know, the what's going to happen at Pitt right now, like right now Pitt is ranked 33rd in recruiting. They only have one four star committed to them at this point. Right. While Michigan State has has eight already. So with that being said, you know that the recruiting, especially with now with the NIL, mm-hmm. Pat Narduzzi knows what where his where his program is about to be, and that is in the gotta, dumpster. You got to calm down with that whole Michigan State the best. We were not the best team in the Big Ten. Yeah, he 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 doubled down on it too. I was gonna say he did double down on what he said. He did. He yeah. said relax with that, bro. We were we were the third best team. Well, you know what? I'll even some might say, say I'll maybe. Say, I'll say even the fourth because yeah, some might say Iowa. Fourth. Iowa went to the champ. We'll give okay. Iowa third. We'll say Michigan right. number one, Ohio State two, Iowa three, us four. Okay, like bro, all you're right. not taking down those three teams ahead of us. Not at all. No, he, got, he no can't even be chance. Western. So, who cares? I mean, at I mean, least, he... mm-hmm. 
You're just like Clemson had an off season. That's all it was. At least on a consistent basis, he's not beating Ohio State. He's not even he's not even walking into the stadium. Uh, Michigan, he's not beating them consistently. He's not beating anyone nope. consistently in the top tier. I don't know what he's talking about. He has enough to focus on with Pitt. They might not be invited to any conference. Like they might be one of the excuse Ooh. my French one of the bastard programs. Like you're not invited Ooh. to the party, man. Like he, I think yeah. he's kind of mad because we got our VIP ticket, and it's like, yeah. bro, your best friend made it to the party, and you weren't invited. You know, yep. like. Upset. It's like I'm sorry, Pat, but like you didn't make the cut. Yeah. Over, Find the conference. You know. Good I luck. don't know where, where. Where would you? Where would you put Pitt at? I thought like, Pitt was in the ACC, weren't they? They are, but the okay. ACC is trash. That'll be done soon. That'll be once Clemson and Florida State leave and A and Miami. That that's done. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Miami's gonna probably take over that entire conference. So mm-hmm. why don't we just leave for the SEC? But form like a mediocre conference, like Oklahoma State. You know, where like mediocre, the middle grounders go. Like you know, Oklahoma State, Pittsburgh, those kind of teams where they can just beat each other up, and then like mm-hmm. the best mediocre program could go in like the big league. You know what I mean? Like the big tournament. Well, kind of like when they expand the playoff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? But do you do you get the logistics of all that? Can you imagine Pittsburgh having to go down south to play a conference? <laughs> if Pittsburgh game? was to join the Big Ten, they would go like seven and five every year. Yes. Just right, like they'd beat that, Maryland. Yeah. They would beat every bottom bucket. They would beat every bottom bucket Big Ten team. Mm-hmm. And they there's no way they're beating the top five programs in the Big Ten. Not and at there's all. There's no way. Or I'll even say six. They're not beating Wisconsin, Iowa, Penn State, Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State. At least not. They're not doing it as often as they think they are. Oh, right. Not happening. No. Nope. Not at all. But uh, all right. On to the next topic. We're gonna talk about the recruiting right now. Um, I want to get y'all your guys' thoughts on the recruiting so far. Uh, are you satisfied with it? I know we've had a couple of disappointing. Mm. Um disappointing uh times where you know kids just didn't choose us mm-hmm. uh i know the big the big story was uh peyton kirkland how he committed to texas out of no not nowhere because it was in our message board that uh <clears throat> he was going to commit to texas but a lot of yeah. people did not believe that that was the case and then when he came out with his uh cbs flyer that you know he was going to commit and whatnot uh texas was no was not a team that was not on that list so the fact that um, he commits to them out of the blue, you know, all of us know what happened. You know, they know the money talks mm-hmm. um, and Texas is throwing out bags, which I believe uh, uh, Texas kind of fucked up. Scoot uh, part of my language, but uh, because if you're paying real money to four stars players, I believe you're doing it all wrong. So that's just my whole uh, take on that. And uh Sunday, we also lost uh, Chase Basantis, left tackle out of New Jersey. I believe he committed to, man, I want to say he committed Texas A&M. Got another bag. Got another bag. All I can say is Michigan State must not have the bag. I don't understand this. Mm. Tuck getting paid $95 million, but we can't seem to, to scratch a nickel to give to none of these kids. I think it, it's going to be – I think he's doing. Um, I mean, the, for the I, just taking the last three or four seasons of D'Antonio, he's doing a lot better than he was. I can agree. He's doing a lot better, and I think we're heading in a good direction. So, right. I mean, yeah, it sucks that he's not able to lock down some of these people, but I'm not really too. I'm not too worried. I'm not too concerned. I think he's doing a great job, and part of it, and part of it is reality wise, that um, 
I've, I've just kind of accepted is, uh, I, I mean, I don't know how many times you guys have been to East Lansing, mm, but um, plenty, plenty, it's um, the weather there is not exactly the greatest thing <laughs> in the world. It's not attractive at all. So it's kind of hard unless you throw a major bag at some of these kids for people to want to go and do that. Now, people go to like Ohio State and Michigan just because they're big names. Mm-hmm. And they're they're always rated uh, a certain way, and they're always on national television. Peer, I mean, we are too, but we're but we're not rated as high of a brand in football as they are. Right, we're not guaranteed it's, like multiple primetime games a year. Right, right. Mm. So it's not we're not as appealing mm. to some kids, and that's the that's S- part of the problem. That's part so, of the reality. Yeah, yeah. Mel Tucker's changing it, but that's just part of the reality. Mm-hmm. For for me, it's just kind of like kind of a combination. Like, yeah, like I've kind of the real part of it. And I think a lot of Michigan State fans have to understand <clears throat> every new conference, you have to build something. So, like, I would love to throw our whole bag at this kid, but that's also not how great organizations, pro or college work. Like, NFL, you never see an elite organization throwing money at a player that they think is great, especially a younger guy that's unproven. Like, True. we could get – we have guys – that we got the transfer portal. We have guys that have mm-hmm. been sitting on our bench for multiple years. Gino Vandermark, yep. he's been there for two years. He's a high four-star. Yes, we sir. were competing with a lot of people in the country for him. We got him. He's never touched the field. He gets a chance to touch it, and he gets multiple years to play. And we have multiple other guys. And I think, like, you know, it's like, like Devin said, it sucks to miss on these guys. And I think, you know, if it's like a two-year, three-year consistency, like we're missing big names. Okay. You know, let's ask some questions. But, like, this year, you know, we had a great recruiting class last year. It's going great this year. Let's sustain this class. And then once this once this year we blow up, we win double digit games, eleven games, ten games. Mm-hmm. More players will come. Like yeah, we keep nothing, winning. We keep winning ten, eleven yeah. games a season. We're gonna get people. Without like nothing, out. nothing's for sure until it's national signing day too. Like you know, like how many players from our past, like the guy, the running back from Notre Dame. Remember we last year we had a running back from Notre Dame. Yeah, uh, who was supposed to come to Michigan State all Definitely. year. Yeah, February comes national signing day. He signs to Notre Dame right before he gets the whole ticket in. Like it could change yep. like that, you know. Yeah. So yeah, like, you, you know. Yeah, you're right. I believe we can't flip some kids. So you're right. It's not all. It's not all said and done just yet. These kids are not uh, going to sign until December. So mm-hmm. you know, we just can wait until then. Um, I will say that um, you guys make great points, and you guys are actually, I, I believe, you're helping every every one of our listeners calm down uh, as far as you know with us missing these players because you know how the hype was in June. We we're supposed to, we you know, we had the most star starrific uh month right uh in, in, in college football and everyone was coming here we had lambos mm-hmm. billy trucks you know we was trying to we was trying to woo them in, in that way i guess that really didn't work i guess that part kind of sucks because now i guess i well, hope they don't do that next year because i really don't want that same image no more i mean uh-huh. we have to put it hardware in my opinion let's go win the big 10 let's let's show them the trophies and hopefully that'll commit, you know, get some of these guys ready to play uh, for us. But um, I also wanted to say that um, I believe that Mel Tucker not only hits recruiting, but also the transfer portal. Yeah. I keep forgetting about that. It's like we have two recruiting cycles. We yeah. have this one and then we have the transfer portal, which he hits most times than not. Right. So even if we don't get a position, right? Yeah, yeah, and I believe he got one, another one with uh, Broussard. Broussard, yeah, Broussard. He's a dog. He's going, yeah, he's going yeah. to be hella good. So, um, but that was I a guy keep from forgetting, Pac-12, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Colorado. He was a dog. Yeah, big time. So, okay. so I believe that uh, you know, we have to hold the brakes on that and just 
understand that it, he takes it as two steps. He understands that a lot of people are not going to commit here for the reason you said, Devin, the weather is not that nice. Yeah. Uh, so, it's you know, not attractive. So, you know, when you lose players like that, he has to understand like, okay, I might not be able to get everybody here, but when it comes to that transfer portal, Oh, I'm going to get some guys. Mm. Oh yeah. And, 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 he, and he gets them too. And like, I think another thing that Michigan State fans, we have to understand, like, I'm guilty of it too, but like, we got to be real. Like, you know, someone, people always say like, you know, even like real life, you know, you got to be real with yourself to get, uh, to get real answers. You know, Michigan State fans, we got to understand we're still Michigan State. Like we, we're getting to the Michigan level. We're getting to try to beat Penn State. Like, Mm -hmm. but we're not Penn State. We're not Michigan. And we're, let's not even talk about Ohio State. Like we are not those programs yet. So it's going to take time. Like, I think Michigan State fans, like, it's, so, you know, like, you, you can't have, we can't have this new toy syndrome. Like, Mar- uh, Mel Tucker was establishing an identity, establishing a culture. We got our guys that fit our culture. We don't need to force it. We don't need to force a triangle into a circle, you know? Like, if they don't want to yeah. come here, if they want a bag to play football, like, if they want thousands of dollars to play football, and you, we don't even know if they'll stay healthy, they'll stay right. good. We can, we can get another Malik McDowell, a right. dog, who half-fasts his whole career here and then still goes to the NFL based off of talent. Like, you know, if, that, if, it, if it requires that much for you to play football, to do what you love, quotations, then just go to Texas A&M. Go, right. to, go to Miami. That's fine. Like, if, you know, that's fine. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah. I yeah. agree. Yep. Same here. So, yeah, now, now I want to get you your guys' take because um... – uh, this has been a topic um, amongst others and uh, in the, in the uh, MSU Twitter community, but uh, I wanted to know who are you guys as top ten players for next season that uh, the listeners out there should be watching for? Okay, um, I mean we we might have some of the few players. Devin, who's yours? Like who's your who's your one? Like we can go about we can bounce back and forth because we might have a few of the same ten. True. Um, my number one. Uh, it's gonna be a quarterback, of course. Yep, same here. PT, PT, gotta see, gotta see how he. Uh, gotta see. Like he didn't, he didn't play bad last year at all. Um, he made some, he he made some mistakes, and we expected that. Mm-hmm. But we just we got to see how he how he improves if he's going to if he's going to step up now that he doesn't have K nine in the backfield. Um, granted, we got another guy that's probably going to pop off and be just as good, maybe mm-hmm. not quite as good, but still good. Mm-hmm. We got to see if Peyton can command that offense and take off. It's he's right. got to though because he knows his draft day. Like he's trying to make the NFL. It's not even up. It's, he doesn't even care what we think. He's like, bro, I got to throw thirty-five touchdowns at least because he's got the four-star, <laughs> the four-star freshman right behind him too. Yeah, like he knows this is his last yeah. year. Like him and Reed are going to the lead together, bro. There ain't no way Reed's leaving and he's staying here with Caden breathing down his neck. Like he's ready mm-hmm. to go to. Exactly. So, yeah, Michigan they needs him to go too. So you're yeah. I'm who's yours? Sure. Who's your number two, bro? Uh, number two is the uh, person that he throws to. That's Jaden Reed. Yep, Jr. Juice. So you know that you, you just a uh, common fact. I don't know if you guys knew that, but you know they uh, played high school together, right? <laughs> I believe. Oh that. no, <laughs> nah, I believe that's only I heard know. it about a thousand times last Damn. season. Man, that quote drove <laughs> me crazy. Game. Every game, <laughs> they thought they were like saying like groundbreaking news. They said they played high school football together. Like, thanks guys. Like, come on. <laughs> they said middle school too. Oh right, my God, they would tighten like, their tie after they said like, it. You know, I was they like, felt yo. Like, I was like, we get it. It's there. The chemistry's there. They're boys. We get it. <laughs> yeah, that was their little research cheat sheet. All right, Jordan, who you got at three? Um, three. Um, oh, man, 
I'm probably I'm probably gonna get my order mixed up, but like um I think statistically wise, Xavier Henderson's gonna be a big deal just because he he's the most experienced on our defense and our backfield's still young and they're still inexperienced, so he's gonna have to do a lot. So I'm gonna go Henderson at my three. Surprise, I know it's high, but he's gonna be valuable. Yeah, uh, he's gotta he's gotta lead that group this year. He's just the most important one, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got him at three too. So you're good. I'm 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 right with you, Jordan. Um, I got Cal. Mm. Okay. At three. Okay. Uh, I thought he played pretty phenomenal for a freshman last year, given that he had one and a half working arms, hands. <laughs> season. Uh, I want to see him uh take over that uh that linebacking core and that uh that front seven. I want to see him uh. Really take I th- I think he's got potential to be in the NFL as a starting linebacker. So mm, yeah, I want to I want to hey, see him step up and uh, hey. continue to prove. Hey, he's the toughest guy on the field, man. The man don't wear no gloves, man. Throwback <laughs> linebacker right there. Yeah, yeah. I like it. What if I said Slade was at number three? Because like I've been looking at his scouting reports and it, people are big on him, like big on Slade. Like he he's healthy now. His hands healthy now. I guess so. Like. Hmm. To be honest with you, I believe our D tackles are going to be very strong. Yeah, we have what? What is it? Summerman, uh, Slade, like yeah, you Van said, Summerman, Summerin. We got. Yeah. Well, he's a defensive end. You think so? He's a big boy. They might move him in because they we got Bobo, we got a boy or whatever that the Florida yeah. transfer. Yeah, yep. you're right. You're right. They might they might put him on the inside and right up on the nose tackle. Speaking of defensive end, I just want to say, did y'all know that Drew Jordan got signed by the Panthers? Yes. Yep, I seen that. Does that shock you? Like, congratulations to him. Congrats. Yeah, yeah, it does shock me. I don't know know who he knows in that organization. (laughs) I know you're mad, bro. I know you're mad. Hey, he he should be on his practice squad with the Carolina Panthers. I don't know how he made the (laughs) 53-man Even though they still got to go through training camp or whatnot. But, hey, I mean, as long as you sign it, Anything's possible. Hey, man, Tebow I, can do it. I mean, I guess so, man. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. Said, I mean, <laughs> so who's hey, the next one up? It'd be me. Um, number four. Uh, I have. Uh, my bad. This is. I have two players. It's uh. No, you're good. Our, our, our running backs, Jared Broussard and Jalen Berger. Uh, mm. so I I just believe that they are that important because the running game. We have to establish the running game. I would like – obviously, I believe this year is going to be more of the Peyton Thorne uh, show, and rightfully so because we have a very good receiving – you know, receiving core. Mm-hmm. But the running game is going to be very important. We have to establish a running game. And I believe that uh, our first couple of games, our first three games, are really going to be establishing the run. So as long as we do that, stay focused on that, I believe we can we can do great things with those two for sure. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. They're going to be valuable for sure. My next one would be really the tight end. Y'all, well, yeah, I was going to say the tight end from Illinois, but real quick. Yeah. Um, I've seen somebody, I don't remember if it was on Facebook or Twitter. Um, they call, They said Peyton Thorne was mid. And I was, wow. and I was like, it wasn't a Spartans fan. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't remember who he was. He was a fan of one of the teams in the Big Ten. I don't remember who. But um, he said Peyton Thorne was mid. And I'm like, and I'm just sitting here thinking, and I, you know, I went back, I watched some highlight tape, and I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, he's not, he's not necessarily all star, but I'm like, but what about him is exactly mid? A lot of people I'm, say that about Peyton to me. Like I'm my like, friend, he says it. 
He's not mid. I'm like, he is above. He's not. I'm. Mean, he's not five star, all star, freaking first round draft pick quarterback. But he's definitely right now. I'd say he's a high second round. I. Ooh, ooh, I, I, whoa. I second round. Second, I give him a high second round. No, Desmond. But wait, now think about this. So Desmond Ritter didn't even go second round. I. And I, I he's significant. Yeah. I just think intangible wise, Peyton. Peyton has the intangible, so I, I don't know. Yeah. And then. I you think the only, I think what made me question it too was I think that guy was a Buckeye fan and I'm like well, what does CJ Shroud do so much better than Peyton? I'm like CJ Shroud literally throws the receivers who don't have anybody around them. Peyton could do that. Anybody could do that. You I think a that either like Smith and Jigma or uh, uh, Alave. Chris Alave that separate yeah. and Garrett Wilson that separate 20 yards yeah. from the defender. Anybody could yeah. throw. The ball. I could throw the ball to them. Like what? How does that make CJ Shroud better? True. You know what I think that I think they want to see Peyton Thorne run more. I just I just think that he needs to be he has to have more electric plays. I mean, I, I'm like, if know. anything, Peyton proved last year, and you know, this goes this also is accredited to Jaden's uh catching ability, but Peyton had to put the ball in some tight spots. And that's yes. my problem sometimes with Peyton though. Like, you know, like this year, that's what I think where people think he's mid because a lot of my friends watched it who like aren't Spartan fans and they kind of watched in like all he goes to is Jaden Reed. Like if he doesn't have Reed. He can't really make a second read. So this year, like, he's going to have a lot of receivers. Yes. I can't – I do not yeah. want to see him throwing in triple coverage to Jaden Reed. I get he's no, great. No, no, no. I, I agree with that. Like, yeah. if there's gates across the middle, take the there take the pass. Because I don't know if you guys watched – like, saw some plays from last year. Like, some plays like against Michigan, for example. He threw, a, he, he threw an interception in the third quarter or fourth quarter, but the guy dropped it. Mm. He had two other receivers open across the field. Like, Tyler Hunt was just waiting in the middle of the field. Like, bro, throw me the ball. But no, he's looking yeah, at I, Reed. Absolutely, I I agree. There's um, there's the, I've watched a lot of the yeah yeah definitely yeah. with without a doubt like there's definitely like those are the things like I'm saying like I want to see him improve on. Yeah, like he's got to get yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. gonna that's gonna determine his draft stock whether mm-hmm. he can make the second read, second and third read. I mean hell, you are gonna have uh, a I call him Mighty Mouse and Jared Broussard, but uh. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, if you can get him, just imagine he's like Tariq Cohen from the Chicago Bears. If you can get him the ball, especially in the passing uh, passing situations, like the, the mismatch with him and a linebacker, that's what and that's what I believe Peyton Thorne has to take advantage of mismatches, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Stuff like that uh, will help your mm-hmm. draft stock and help you read a defense way more. Mm-hmm. So, Definitely, that's what he steps that up. He's going to put himself right up there. But those are like little. But that's the thing that like that that to me like I feel like he's got an advantage versus somebody like C.J. Shroud who's just used to playing with all stars. I he agree with that. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that all star. So or receivers or running backs all the time. So he's got to he's got to figure out. <clears throat> excuse me. Get that mismatch. An NFL because, scout said that once too. Yeah, you're actually right on. He was saying like we go for QBs that don't come from power conferences because they have to do more. They have to read more plays. They have to call more audibles. They see more. Exactly. That's a good point. You can't. Yep. That's why that to me, that's honestly why what what Ohio State quarterback has made it in the last what five or six of them in the league. I mean, not to sit here and toot our own horn, but our boy Kirk Cousins is still playing. Still mm. got a massive contract. Mm. To be honest, so is Drew Stanton. Drew Stanton's I mean, still playing. Drew Stanton's so is... still playing too. I mean, Brian Hoyer. I mean, come on now. Like I, JT, we knew JT Barrett wasn't going to make it. Um, uh, 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 what's his name? Um, who, who started in front of JT? Um, 
what's uh, uh Cardell. Yep. Cardell huh. didn't do yep. nothing. Um uh RIP Dwayne Haskins. I mean, he might have been able he might have been able to one to do anything to yeah, I think potentially so. with Pittsburgh if he would have been able to start. Um I don't have much hope for Justin Fields, and it's not necessarily his fault, but right. I mean, Chicago's offensive line is atrocious. I don't think yeah. he's meant for that. Yeah, I don't think he saw. He never saw that once. I OSU. He's in hell right now. Yep, yeah, big know, time. He doesn't. Now. He does not know. What, he doesn't understand. Yeah, he he would have benefited from going to like the Patriots. He needed like a pampered organization where they could put a bib on him and put him in a baby booster seat and let him oh, just ride uh, it out. Uh, yep. Yep. The baby booster seat. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't. He has no idea what he's in for playing yeah. for Chicago. And I told my uh, I told my father in law that I said, look, I know you don't watch the NFL that much. I was like, but Justin Reed is about to be getting his he, he gonna get his brakes beat off, bro. Playing up in Chicago. Man, yeah, like, I feel it, bad it, for the guy. It, it's over. Yeah. So let so what uh what y'all got for four? What y'all got for who's, who's I was saying tight end Daniel yeah. Baker. Okay, Baker. Is that the one from Illinois or somebody that transferred to us? Illinois, yeah. yep. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I was actually – he caught my eye because um, I didn't – like, I haven't watched any gameplay or film on him, but it caught my eye that Mel Tucker let him transfer through. And I was like, does he have some sort of hidden talent we don't know about? Like, I know great our tight end group wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's, I mean, do, do we know what his measurables are, just out of curiosity? I want to say – man, I wanna, if I'm just measurables, just thinking about it uh, – Six five, six four to six five, uh, two Yeah, something around that. Yeah, five two forty. That's not yeah. bad. And for like, for me, for like five and like the rest, it's a scatter on the defense because like Ma can be up there, Ma Gatoe, mm-hmm. Amir Speed. Like it could be a a blister of names. Um, the dude from Florida, um, uh, Chris Bogle. Both the linebackers from Mississippi, one from Mississippi State, the one who I think is gonna be really good from um, blah, 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 UNLV. Yeah, Jacoby Windham. Yeah, so Wyndham, I think. Yep. Yeah, I think there's like a scatter of them, and I think like really, I have to see Western Michigan week one to see who's really like who will translate. You know, you can use them as like a comparison. Mm-hmm. Who was the um? Was it Jaden Magnum? Mangum. 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 Yeah. Mangum. Is that yep. the uh? Was that the corner? He that's can play safety. anything, safety, think, corner, yeah, receiver. So. Yeah. yeah. That's and the one Jeremy like Bernard. That. Jeremy Bernard was the guy that came out of uh, Nevada. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely, uh, Jaden. Uh, definitely, de- I'm going to be looking out for him because uh, we need some help in that secondary for sure after last season. So, I'm definitely looking for um, this group of corners to hopefully step up. For sure. I guess we're going to find out if that was all Scotty Hazleton's. Um, Game plan, or if it was really the talent, right? That's my big thing. Like, Ooh. if he doesn't fix it, he's gone, man. He's I gotta know. go. You're right. So you're absolutely right about this. That's that's a good good uh, uh, segue. That is a good one. Um, Scotty Hazleton, I believe, is on the hot seat. You cannot have the secondary look that bad nah, statistically man. Nah, man. two years in a row. We aren't that bad, yeah. We're not that bad, man. We're not that bad. Now he helped them by getting Brandon Jordan over here to say, "Hey, I can help you, you know, get to the quarterback faster, this so that your, you know, cornerbacks don't have to cover for so long." Yeah, but, but I, I mean, our our freaking our linebacker, our front seven was able to stop the run last year pretty well. We were able to get to the quarterback. You know why? Because we were on the field most of the time. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. never the In- problem. Well, I mean, I, how are we the last in the, in the Big Ten in the nation in passing yards? 
I how you know if, if we got pass rush, we got sacks. It wasn't like we were bums. And that's the thing. That's what you got to realize. You look at the look at the Purdue game, for example. I mean, what did they what did they have? Maybe like sixty yards rushing and five hundred yards passing on us. Yes, they did. And I'm trying to figure out why. Like, so, but by that time, everyone knew we were bad. Like by that game, everyone was yeah. like, "Throw the ball on Michigan State." Like, if yeah. you run the ball, you're an idiot. Yeah, like, by that time, it was like you knew they weren't getting anywhere running the ball. Yeah, like by that time, they were like, I mean, but why would you like, like, why even if you thought two were balls enough to do it, like our backfield was that bad to where it was like, why would you even want to try to run the ball? Because they are that like, who was Bailey Zap? Who was that team from Bailey Zap? I forget the name. Western Kentucky. They almost threw up five hundred yards on us. Like, yes, they did. Yep. Like that's when did. teams were like, oh, they're just that bad. Like, oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, secondary was freaking, uh, yeah. It was atrocious. But I do believe that uh, Amir Speed, the transfer out of Georgia, I believe he's going to be the X factor this year in that defense. I'm going to be looking at him just like I was looking at Ronald Williams last year. Yeah. Uh, Amir Speed, to be be 6'3", I want to see that in action. Like, I believe he should be able to shut any, any wide receiver down. I'm looking forward to it, at least in the red zone. If not, you know, at least that's what we're really trying to stop. It's, if it, if it's a bend but don't break defense again, a mere speed should come up with multiple interceptions in the red zone. Right, right. So, uh, anything else y'all want to? Uh, anything else uh, for our top ten goals? Um, unless there's any specific defensive players, I think it's a scatter of them. I think for me, it's just a whole. My bottom five would be probably any of the defensive players in any right, order. Same here. I just want to see which one's going to burst out first because a lot of them we haven't really seen in our scheme. Like, we can watch any tape we want, but they're going to be used a lot differently here with the talent combined and everything because, you know, he's not going to be used the same as he was at Mississippi State. So I'm just curious to see how it works. Like, I'm very curious to see how it works. But I think our defense is just they, that whole five down. It's like they got us. We got to – we need a star to emerge, a star to Big emerge. Time. Like, not a good player, a star to emerge. Yeah, I need one of the defensive ends. I, hopefully, Chris Bogle uh, can come in and, and, and show his SEC dominance in the Big Ten. And hopefully, right. Aaron, Aaron Brule can and can show up, and Jacoby Women can uh, can be a you know speedster off the edge, outside linebacker with speed. I mean, we desperately need it. So you already right. know Kyle Holiday is going to be a beast. So oh, absolutely, can't hey, wait to we, watch him play, man. Hey, the front seven, the front seven is what I'm looking forward to. I mean, I understand the secondary needs help, but. I believe if that front seven comes to play every single day, every single night, that secondary is going to be just fine. Right. I don't, I don't think we're going to be that our bad. run defense or the, the pass rush is going to be bad at all. Yeah. No. Nah. So uh, let me uh, let me close this out <coughs> and play this one clip for y'all about what Braylon Edwards had to say about, you know, the fans of MSU last year and how they treated Coach Tucker. Just take a you listen get, to this. You're going to get an unfiltered take from me take, on this. Yeah, take, take a listen. Take a listen. And then to the Michigan State fans who, who are, oh, chomping the wood. Here we and, go. Oh, here, chomping the wood and blah, 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 blah. Michigan State players. <laughs> Michigan State players. Don't forget this same Michigan State fan base. Oh, they were talking stuff about Mel Tucker last year. They wanted him fired last year. LSU's next coach. Be- before, the, uh, before the Michigan game last year, oh, you guys were using racial slurs. Some of you, not all of you. Mm-hmm. You were using racial slurs. You wanted him fired. Say he was a horrible coach. Michigan State was a horrible talent. You said all that. And then they beat Michigan and things changed. And now all of a sudden, they're 6-0. They're and it's like, oh, top of the wood. Michigan State players. 
Don't forget what that fan base said about you. Play for yourselves Can I and not it? what the fan base says on Twitter. Seven and over. Can't name one. <laughs> Can't name one. So, yeah. What? Well, I don't remember any racial slur. I remember specifically <clears throat> after that Rutgers game, I remember being pissed off at Rocky for throwing five interceptions. <laughs> that ain't have shit to do with Mel Tucker. <laughs> I remember being pissed off at Rocky and the way he fucking played against one of the bottom bucket bottom beaters of the Big Ten. Right. That ain't have shit to do with Mel. Like, I, what? He, yeah, I couldn't understand why Braylon was – was he. Uh, well, first of all, I already said that he was just – he's just bullshit. He's just teasing with, with Michigan State fans right now because – that the whatever one fan he talked to that used a racial slur, like that fan is an idiot. So that's I mean, not yeah. it's not part of the community at all. So and everybody knows that it was fucking it was Tucker's first year, and right. he got and brought in over year too. Yeah, like, he got the brought in. Was a, reduced like yes, he barely didn't even really have a training camp. Like there was at all, no you did not have a training camp. Anything together. And you had Tim Tebow at quarterback. And Michigan, so and Michigan no still lost when they were a 20-point favorite. Let's not Big forget. Time. Big time. That's one of the things that – that's why it's a, it's a little hate in his voice, too, if you can if you can notice that. Because, you know, you beat Michigan and now things change. I'm like, well, <laughs> the way we beat you, point yeah. favorite. Y'all were a 20-point favorite. Nobody in the country, even us, thought we were going to go in there and win that game. And the fact that we were throwing that Rocky was throwing 50, 60 yard bombs on you and scoring touchdowns. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 We, we, we knew we were going to win at that point. It was amazing to, to, to be honest with you. That was an amazing thing. Yeah. What you got to say about it, Jordan? <laughs> I just think, you know, I just think Braylon is, I think a lot of people are just, you know, just coming at the, coming at the Michigan state fan base. Cause I think it's easy to, I think when you get so excited about something, it's easy to get mad at it. It's easy to, you know, Get, get came at we're very excited about our season we're excited about our recruiting class so like when one thing goes bad or any slice any slice of cheese that has a hole in it any kind of any piece of swiss cheese you know a rat's gonna take it you know mm-hmm. so like you know i just feel like braylon's being you know a rodent he's you know he, he's, he's arguing with michigan state fans on twitter uh, yeah. Braylon just needs clicks and views right now. Yeah, Basically. like he's, he, you know, he was an NFL player. And he's over here talking about nobodies on Twitter, making up scenarios in his head. Like, I mean, I don't really want to waste my time even talking. I'll be, I got nothing to say about Braylon, you know. Right. Braylon be on his own thing. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be in a whole nother universe. Braylon Basically. be talking to himself into anger sometimes. I don't know. He, I think he has like a dark passenger or something, like some Dexter <laughs> stuff. Like, I just I think he's just a little salty right now that uh, Mel Tucker has beaten Michigan's uh, beaten Michigan twice now. Yeah, and they've yeah. Uh, they they were a twenty point favorite and then they blew a uh, what a sixteen point lead. Right. Yep. So, I but mean, he's, he's upset. you know what they say? You know this this one thing that Michigan fans always get me angry when they say about that about how we won is that. We should a touchdown should have stood, which I agree with. When they uh, sacked Peyton Thorne and Aiden Hutchinson recovered the fumble in the end zone, that should have been a touchdown. But I'm like, go ahead and add that touchdown to the score. You still lose. It does not matter. People need to. They need to stop saying that that uh, Michigan should have had another touchdown because guess what? You still lose. It does not matter. Right. So you know, Michigan fans need to just chill out. Get over that, please. Everybody y'all need to stop worrying about us and talking about us and worrying about Ohio State because Ohio State going to hang 100 on y'all this year. 
They better. Uh, you know Ryan, they, they you know be Ohio State is coming for a vengeance this year. Y'all need hey. to worry more about that game at the end of the year than you do us on, on Halloween. Because we already know we're probably going to win and Mel Tucker's going to be 3-0. So Basically. That's not even a discussion at this point. What you need to worry about is that ass-whooping that OSU is going to give you guys later in the season. Because I, in my lifetime, hasn't been that long. I have mm. yet to see Michigan win two games in a row. Yep. All right. Better let them know. Better let them know. I've yet to see you guys beat Ohio State two years in a row. I've yet to see you guys beat Ohio State twice within a five-year period. Basically. I mean, I've seen Michigan State do that, but I have not seen Michigan do that. So, I don't know. It probably won't happen. You guys got to get your shit together. Stop worrying about us. Yeah, no, it's at Ohio State, too. So, you already know the refs are going to be on Ohio State side. It's it's in the shoe. They got that game fully covered. Y'all ain't won in the shoe the last Joel Clatt's about to have his. Never mind. (laughs) What? What have they won? Like twice? Mm. Twice? Three times the last 20 years? And all three times or two times, however many times it's been, has been in Ann Arbor? They haven't won in the shoe. Joe Clyde is about to be ready to get Ohio State all primed up. Let me trust me, they're not Ohio State's not losing that game this year. Not at all. Joe Clyde won't let it happen. Joe Clyde will sacrifice himself for Ohio State to win that game this year. (laughs) He's sacrificing. He'll sell his own child for Ohio State to win that game. (laughs) I thought they were. I thought he was a Michigan guy. Is he not? He was last year because he was. He really wanted Aiden Hutchinson to get his moment, but most times he's like a Buckeye separatist, like till the till oh. death. Like he he got See, mad he, when they I lost. Thought he went, I thought he was a Michigan alumni or some shit. He's a Colorado. He he played at Colorado, but he oh. is a big Michigan supporter. Like he he he'll wow. go balls to the wall for Michigan too. Don't worry about that. Like if it's not oh. Ohio State, he'll he'll go for Michigan next. Mm, mm, mm. But Terrible. hey, it was a great show today. Oh, yeah. We talked about a lot. We talked about recruiting. We knocked off all the dominoes. It's a longer show, but a lot to talk about. And, we, again, we appreciate you guys for always listening, always tuning in. These next few shows, we want to get someone else on. We yes. definitely got a few people asking to get on the show. We want to get you guys on. So next show, yeah. definitely tag in, tap in, DM, keep responding. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate you guys. Devin, West Coast, you guys got anything else you guys want to add in? Um. Uh, I'm just ready to watch him. I'm ready to watch him play. Right. That's about yep. it. I mean, I mean, I'm ready to watch them play. I'm ready to watch Peyton take this team far. Hey, yeah, we're ready to ride. Definitely time. Definitely time. Uh, yeah, just like you were saying, Jordan, make sure, man, make sure you uh, DM us. Make sure you tag us and everything. Thank y'all for retweeting the, the uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Everybody that does that. Um, yeah, next next episode should definitely, we definitely gonna have somebody on. So For sure. You know, we're looking forward to it, man. And I'm, yeah, it was a great show, man. Go green. And go white. You guys have a great rest of the week. Yep, you too. Peace. Peace.